Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. As we move into the heart of summertime, I have to imagine that just about everybody has an upcoming wedding to attend on their calendar. Uh, You know, the excitement around planning a wedding, getting married, uh, and all that goes along with that seems to get bigger and more complex every year. Sadly, despite all the excitement, a disproportionate number of those unions uh, will end up in divorce. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell. And as much as weddings have changed, our perception of divorce has shifted a bit, too. Uh, still very often a very painful and negative process. But as we'll hear today, the dissolution of a marriage doesn't always have to be as contentious as perhaps it was once perceived to be. Uh, Today we're going to discuss the collaborative divorce process and learn how some couples are using this approach to to somewhat maybe ease the stress and set themselves and their families up for a, a healthier life beyond that marriage. Now, joining me for the first time is attorney Patty Levinson, who recently joined Lavelle Law. Uh, Patty has extensive experience in collaborative divorce and is going to share some of that knowledge with us today. Uh, good afternoon, Patty. So glad to have you with me. Thanks for taking the time today. Good afternoon, Jim. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about sharing this information. Uh, you know, a lot to cover, and um, we've shared some notes <laughs> back and forth. I'm going to kind of just jump around a little bit here because I, I, I want to get an understanding up front. So, Divorce, by its nature, would appear to be built on conflict and, in many cases, has been known to be long and, and difficult to get through. What what makes collaborative divorce different than that? Collaborative divorce is a process that allows um, the couple to divorce with dignity. It eliminates the ugliness and combativeness that also that often accompanies a litigated divorce. Um, In a collaborative divorce, the parties agree that they will settle all issues related to their divorce without any court involvement. Um, They do it in such a way as to maintain their self-esteem, their self-respect, and they actually are the ones that have control over the outcome rather than leaving it in the hands of a stranger. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in some past discussions on this podcast, I've, we've talked about, in legal terms, mediation, um, including mm-hmm. in family law matters. This, this sounds maybe similar but a little bit different in, in, in terms of what it does and how it works. Right. The similarities are that the parties are working with each other towards a resolution. The big difference is that a mediator assists the parties as a neutral third party. They're not on either party's side. They don't advocate a position for either one of the parties. But in a collaborative divorce, each party has their own collaboratively trained attorney who can advocate for them while working towards a resolution that meets the needs of both parties. So you've got someone on your side in the collaborative process, whereas in mediation, you're going it alone, 
so to speak. Um, you can consult with an attorney, you know, before the mediation session, afterwards, or sometimes even attorneys do join in the mediation sessions, but that's not typically how mediations um, occur. And then in a mediation, you do need to have a one or two attorneys review the agreement that the parties reach in mediation and then draft the legal documents to actually get the divorce finalized. In a collaborative divorce, the attorneys are there. So one or both of them will draft the agreements necessary to finalize the divorce. And from a from a basic perspective, looking at it from the participants, um, you know, I assume logically that you know really both parties have to be committed uh, to this process for it to work successfully is that right they do they have to agree going in that they're going to resolve the dispute without court involvement they also have to agree that they're going to put everything out on the table that they will be as open and transparent as they can be so that there's no games in gamesmanship. There's no playing hide the ball or strategically holding something back until the right moment to spring it on the other side. Everything is done um, in a or in as a collegial manner as is possible between two people who are getting divorced. Um, You know, there is tension. There is, you know, a little bit of hard feelings that do tend to come to the surface at times, but the professionals that are trained in this process know how to work around that. Um, They can move past the little blips and get the parties back on track to focus on what they need to focus on to get their issues resolved. My uh, my guest on the podcast today is family law attorney Patty Levinson. Uh, Patty recently brought her years of experience to LaBelle Law and is joining me on Chicago's Legal Latte for the first time today. It's a, a great conversation. If you'd like to get to know more about Patty, visit LaBelleLaw.com. As I've mentioned, the site recently underwent a pretty comprehensive overhaul, and it not only looks great, but navigation is terrific, makes it very easy to find uh, and search a large collection of articles, podcasts, videos. and In fact, Patty recently posted an article there you may want to use as a follow-up to our brief discussion today. And, Patty, you mentioned something a couple of times now in, in looking at your profile at LaBelleLaw.com. I see you have extensive training and I don't know if certification is the right word in, in collaborative divorce. Does this, does this type of divorce require an attorney with specific background? It does. It does require that um, the attorney is collaboratively trained. And in order to um, go through the collaborative training, the attorney must first take a 40-hour mediation course to learn the process of mediation. And then the um, collaborative part is overlaid on that. Um, the, the collaborative process is almost a paradigm switch as to how attorneys interact with each other. Normally, attorneys 
go to combat with each other. They, they're mm-hmm. at odds with each other. Um, but in the collaborative process, they're not working against each other. They're working with each other. So it's a whole mind shift um, as to the other attorney is not your enemy. The other attorney is really your ally because you're both trying to get your clients to a place where they can reach an agreement and feel good about the agreement that they've reached. And is it attorney to attorney along with the parties involved? Uh, Are there other uh, individuals that get involved in a collaborative process? And and I guess at the end, then, ultimately, does it still go before a judge to get approved? Yes, there there can be other individuals. Um, It depends on the particular case and the issues involved in that case. Um, Very often we bring in a financial neutral who is very helpful in explaining all the finances to both parties. In a marriage, very often one party is more knowledgeable about the finances than the other. And the party who does not have that knowledge base sometimes feels like they don't understand what's going on or they feel left out of the process. A financial neutral can help bring that person up to speed and can also show both parties what their financial situations might look like, you know, 5, 10, 20 years after the divorce, depending on different um, asset divisions that gust. Um, We can also bring in one or two divorce coaches who can help the parties communicate in the collaborative process itself. Um, They're mental health professionals, but they're not in the role of a therapist or a counselor. They're there to keep the parties really focused on what they have to address and try to leave some of the baggage that led them to the place where they're getting divorced, um, leave that behind and be able to communicate. And then last, sometimes we can use the help of a child specialist who can help the parents develop parenting plans, also talk with the children, answer their questions, give them a voice in the process so that... um, any concerns specific to the children can be better addressed. And these uh, three additional professionals, the financial neutral, the divorce coach, and the child specialist, are also collaboratively trained. But to answer the second part of your question, Jim, it, this does have to go to court to get divorced, for the divorce mm-hmm. to be finalized. Um, and that's the only time the parties appear in court is on the day of their divorce. Okay. okay. The, now we've, the we've actual – oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to jump in because we've, we've got just a couple minutes left, and there's a few more things I want to squeeze in because this is, this is actually very fascinating. And I've heard you describe a lot of very positive things in a, in a very difficult situation, a lot of advantages to collaborative divorce. Are, you know, from your perspective, is there any downside, any negative, anyone who might not fit into this or might not find it the right situation for them? Well, there are some people that this does not work for. Um, if there is a lot of mistrust 
in the relationship um, and someone is convinced that their spouse is perhaps hiding funds or uh, maybe engaging in illegal activities, things like that, this is not the, the process for them. Also, mm-hmm. it doesn't work well in cases of domestic violence. Um, there's, you know, usually a strong bully type person and a, a weaker person, and we need there not to be such a imbalance of power. Um, one of the other drawbacks of a collaborative divorce is if one of the parties or both decide that they need to take their issues to court, what would happen is their collaboratively trained attorneys would have to resign as their counsel, and both parties would have to hire new counsel. So there is a financial incentive to make it work, Um, and also a time, you know, you'd have to start all over again. The, the collaborative attorneys could not work against each other in court because they've been working with each other and through the process probably learned things about the other side that they would never learn in a litigated dispute. So they're disqualified, and um, the process has to begin from square one. Very interesting. Well, before I let you go, we're going to give the phone number as we always do. But uh, just very quickly, if if someone is interested in in using this particular approach, uh, you mentioned attorneys being trained. Would they be able to find through some resource who has been trained in collaborative divorce? Yes, the main resource in Illinois is the Collaborative Law Institute of Illinois. They handle most of the training for collaborative attorneys, and not all collaborative attorneys necessarily belong to this group, but that's a great place to start. Um, There's a list of attorneys. There's a list of coaches, financial neutrals, child specialists on there that um, would be willing to speak with anybody that is interested in the process. Well, this has been uh, a terrific first visit with Lavelle Law Attorney Patty Levinson, uh, and I want to thank her for being with us today. Uh, great conversation, and obviously much more we'd like to cover. So for that, I send you over to LavelleLaw.com, or uh, just just give Patty a call, 847-705-7555. Uh, the attorneys there, of course, are always just great at getting back to you and, and returning calls if they don't connect on that first try. So many thanks to Patty Levinson. Uh, look forward to future discussions with her. And, of course, uh, always appreciate all of you taking time to listen. Thanks so much for being here.